All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast for December 3rd, 2020. Jay Gloria Montez, welcome back. Alex, welcome back. What's up, everyone? Happy Thursday. Another weekend is upon us here in Miami. What's up, Carlos? Congratulations on your shout out today. I'll give you one too, Carlos, since you're always tagging me. Uh, everybody, shout out to Carlos with an H. He came out with a very funny sketch today. Uh, please do give him a follow so he can stop spam tagging me on everything he posts. <laughs> there you go, Carlos. Leave me alone. I like your work, buddy. Not a fan of the spam post, uh, spam tagging, though. Marty Furgang, Warmington, what's going on? How are you? Yeah, man, that's annoying. Come on, Carlos. Uh, no, that doesn't work with, with, with me. Even, even if I wasn't Miami comedy, that doesn't work with me. I hate that shit because I used to work for restaurants that used to do that. Like every time a restaurant, I, 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 I'm not going to name the restaurant, but I used to work for a high-end restaurant. I used to be the marketing director. And for six months straight, every single time I posted something, I had to research to see who am I going to tag to harass with this content of uh, squid laying on a, on a grill. <laughs> hey, Brickle Scoops, check it out. We got a squid on the grill, huh? <laughs> uh, with the way Carlos does it, it's like, hey, I wrote a sketch, Miami comedy. Here you go, huh? Yeah, I'm a comedian too, Carlos. This is what we do for a living. We make people laugh. Yeah, but we're a community. Now, fuck that. You do your thing. And then later on, we'll figure it out together when we collaborate. Uh, no, but it worked in your favor, man. Congratulations. I'm just throwing darts. No, you're just harassing. You're spamming. Oh, is that what you call spamming? Throwing darts? Very well said. I'm just throwing darts. Spamming these motherfuckers. Um, no, but it worked. Congrats. Uh, YY Abraham, what's up? Abelm G, welcome. Uh, let's see. Curse and blessings, welcome back. All right, hey, everybody. Happy Thursday. Uh, it's going to be going live once again, shooting the shit with you guys and just talking about whatever you want. We've been growing our virtual comedy club, man. I can't thank you all enough for being a part of this little project that I'm doing at the end of the year because we are starting 2021 fucking strong. All right, we're already building up the momentum towards 2021. In case you guys haven't done so yet, make sure you go visit miamicomedy.com slash group. Let me write it down here. All right, there you go, everybody. So uh, join this uh, Facebook group here on miamicomedy.com slash group. Because what we're doing is uh, we're creating a channel to go live and give you virtual comedy shows. And you never know. Maybe Carlos might be on there. We, maybe Carlos might go, you know, as uh, doing a guest spot over on the Miami Comedy Channel and make you guys laugh with his style of humor. Just make sure you don't let him know that you're watching because then he will tag you in shit uh, the following day immediately. <laughs> He's looking for you. Who am I tagging on this today? Oh my God. And then the worst thing about Instagram is that when you get tagged, it starts every time somebody leaves a comment, Instagram wants to let you know, Hey, you know, that guy that was spamming you today? Well, we're going to keep spamming you because people are talking. Oh my God, please stop. I don't want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. So speaking of this virtual comedy club, every single day I ask you guys, what do you want to talk about? And man, we are getting an influx of stuff to talk about, which is great. Because one of the hardest things to do when it comes to doing a daily podcast, which is fucking unheard of, I go online and I try to research to see what people do when they do a, a daily fucking podcast. Think of that. Daily, every single day, going live, recording it, uploading it, publishing it, writing about it, telling people about it, not tagging people about it, telling them about it. Um, it's a lot of work. But if you guys provide what we're talking about, it just makes the show way more easier, right? It's like you guys put the grease in the cogs when you guys uh, provide the topics. What's up, Trill? Uh, Del Delcotal, Mateo. Mateo, I got your questions here. As a matter of fact, I got two of them because I didn't get to the one yesterday. Um, so now that we are already in the third day of December, let's go ahead and get this one out of the way because I wasn't able to answer it last night. I believe, uh, um, who, what the fuck, Mateo has, uh, also said this. Um, not Mateo 305, another Mateo. He asks, 
How long should you wait till you throw away your Thanksgiving food? All right, first of all, this is not something you have to ask or publicly say on December 2nd. What's up, TPK on? Welcome to the chat, buddy. If you want to talk about anything, man, you seem like a new name. Just put it in on, on the chat and we'll, uh, we'll touch upon it as a group. All right, first of all, never admit that you're still questioning if your Thanksgiving food or leftovers is still good in December. That's embarrassing. Uh, you know, I really think that if you're still eating Thanksgiving leftovers, uh, the coronavirus is out to get you. Okay, like, I would say that if you're eating leftovers right now, the, the virus is looking for you and has you on its crosshairs. So throw away your food. I believe uh, the very funny plies says Sunday should be the, the week of Sunday. Ain't no more leftover, B. <laughs> Throw away your food by Sunday, guys. All right, I think that's a good rule of thumb. Plies, the rapper, has said it, and I, I believe it. So Sunday, throw away your food. No more Thanksgiving. And if you and if you have too much food, give it to somebody. Go out there. Give it. Well, you know, it's a little tricky because of the pandemic and all. You know, on Thanksgiving, I was asking if it's okay to give somebody a to-go plate during a pandemic. And you know what? If you got too much food, man, you're just going to have to throw it out, bro. Because if you give somebody a plate from your leftovers on Thanksgiving, they're just going to wait for you to leave. They're going to be like, oh, my God, thank you. Wow, that's so nice of you. Thank you. Thank you for having me in mind for your food. This looks delicious. Wow, thank you. And then when you leave, they're going to be like, fucking pandemic, stupid. Uh, <laughs> let's go, Manny. What's up, Miami Junior? Thank you for the, uh, the enthusiasm. Uh, Trill says, what do you think about restaurants that don't accept cards, just cash? I think that, you know, the IRS should bust in on them, man. You know, uh, I just, I went over to Costco and I realized that Costco doesn't accept cash. And I'm like, you know, you guys are paying your taxes, man. Great job, Costco. Congrats to Costco for paying their taxes. When you go somewhere and they say cash only, I just want to wait outside and just see, don't you just want to call the IRS on them, you know? Right, like the inconvenience is like, yeah, I'd like to put gas on number eight. Uh, cash only, cash only, cash only. Yes, cash only. I'd be like, well, um, I don't have any cash. I only have my debit card. I'm, I'm sorry, cash only. Yeah, hello, Internal Revenue Service. Yeah, uh, you might want to go ahead and check the uh, mobile. <laughs> Bust these motherfuckers. Can, also, can you let me know when you're going to do it? Because I want to be around and watch. And then they tell you, and then you just show up before it happens. All right. They said Thursday at 3.15. And you're just there. Uh, you bought a Slurpee with $3 cash. Be like, oh, it's $3. I got you. And then you're just there drinking that big Slurp and just watching them get raided. <laughs> it's okay. Keep the change. <laughs> oh, man. And then when they take them away in handcuffs, you just reach over. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you know, if you are only accepting cash, man, that is pretty much a sign saying, come and rob us. We only accept cash. Rob us. Not only are we avoiding taxes, but we are extremely vulnerable for armed robbery. So come and rob us, everybody. Cash only. <laughs> Yo, that was a good one. Nice little riff on that one. I like that. Uh, anytime someone gives me the leftover, yeah, drug dealers should only take Amex. Yeah, I think drug dealers should start taking POS, man. I think that's why they invented the Cash App. Cash App, Venmo. Have you seen the suspicious transactions on Venmo? Venmo, you know, that's like, I like Cash App because Cash App doesn't tell other people when you're making transactions. Venmo, for some reason, they want you to tell the world you out there making moves, man. You know? And some of these things, they look suspicious. Like, why are you giving somebody $100 and there's a Christmas tree as the, as the emoji? Well, you don't got to tell people that shit, man, right? People just like, if you owe somebody money and you transfer some money to somebody and the person that you owe money to is seeing you make those transfers, you fucking yourself up, you know? Yo, man, I owe uh, Miami Junior a hundred bucks, but uh, fuck that, I'm buying weed. Manny has sent $25 over to plug. <laughs> and you see that electrical plug? And then, you know, the guy that you owe money to is like, this motherfucker's out here buying weed on Venmo and he owes me money. Wow. Uh, I guess I'm just going to have to rob this guy for it. Uh, you guys ever wanted to rob your friends? <laughs> In my mind, when I, when I lend my friends some money and they take a long time to pay me back, I have fantasies of robbing them. 
You know, you just show up. It's like, yo, man, give me all your fucking money, bro. Manny? Yeah, you owe me money, man. Give me the fucking money, right? <laughs> you go to court, Manny. Did you hold him in, uh, at gunpoint and ask him for specifically $100? He owes me money, Your Honor. I saw him on Venmo sending money over to plug. I don't like that shit. It's disrespectful. What's up, Carlos? Venmo sponsored by the mafia. Don't say things like that, Montez, because then I get clapped for your silly comments. You don't know that. Um, <laughs> Venmo, Cash App, Bitcoin, all made for drug deals, bro. Uh, well, I don't know, man. Uh, Venmo and Cash App has who it, who, it, who it came from and who it's going to. Bitcoin is a little more, uh, you know, floating in the wind. Uh, all right, so let's let's continue going down. So Mateo wants to know how to manifest these hoes. Bro, you know what, Mateo? You know, there's a meme out there that says women shooting their shot, and it's a photo of a woman going like this using telepathy to kind of like get your attention. Like, have you ever uh, left a girl on red, and then for some reason you just hear a ringing in your ear? <laughs> I've left girls on red. Girls push, girls push their boundaries all the time, but us guys, we got to leave them on red a little bit more. Right. So when I leave a girl on red, when she's like pushing it, I can hear the ring in my in my ear. And I'm like that bitch found out I left her on red. <laughs> we good, baby. Oh, man. Yeah, bro. So if you want to manifest these hoes, man, I think what you got to do as a guy to manifest the hoes is you, you, you got to live a lifestyle of not caring. Um, I think women just appreciate a guy that doesn't care because, come on, guys, like, let's face it. I'm going to tell you guys a secret a lot of people don't know or they don't want to admit to themselves. Girls talk to multiple people at once, especially if they're attractive. Forever. This will always be a secret forever. When a girl says, I'm not talking to anyone, I'm not seeing anyone, and they're attractive, they're talking to somebody, and they're seeing somebody, and it's multiples. They just don't know about each other, okay? It's impossible. Think of the psychology of a woman that's extremely attractive, posting photos, making herself accessible uh, through comments and DMs and giving her number out and, you know, like, imagine how many times she gets hit on, okay? She gets hit on a lot. And every once in a while, some of those guys might be a little bit interesting and she wants to get to know them better, right? Because she wants to keep her options open, but shh, not at the same time. So maybe they're not the right girl for you. Maybe not. A lot of guys just think because a girl is beautiful, they have to get them. That's just your dick talking. And I've said this many times to you guys, man, to the kings out there in Miami, take it from a guy that's been single for a very long time and doing the dating thing. Uh, there's an underground dating code that a lot of people still haven't picked up on. And the people that own that code are the women because they know what they're doing. I actually came up with this quote today that goes, a lot of girls play games, but they don't have game. That is true, man. That's facts. Okay. Cause girls probably think they don't need game. I don't need game. I get hit on all the time. I don't need a game. But if you're a guy that you know your self-worth, you know your value, you know your boundaries, and you're not going to do like anything that's like outside of your comfort zone or something like out, like, like disrespects you or wastes your time, a girl, I think a girl appreciates that. It's like, huh, I can't manipulate this guy. Well done. <laughs> and then they'll find you a little more attractive. The secret is you've got to learn to walk away. You all, you all, as a man, you have to learn the ability of walking away. We don't walk away because our dicks is like, yo, get her, bro. Yo, hey, get her, man, get her. And then, you know, then she's got you. What's up, flower pepper? Objectifying women like Pokemon cards. Guys marry who they want, girls marry who they can. Damn. No, don't objectify women. I don't condone disrespecting women. You can call them out, but don't objectify them. Come on, guys. I mean, so I think some of them want to be objectified because I look at their Instagrams and it's like, huh, what's going on here, sweetheart? <laughs> no, but I don't, uh, I don't disrespect women, okay? I just want to go ahead and say it for the record. Um, I respect women very much, but I also make fun of them and call them out, all right? Men sleep with who they can, women sleep with who they want. Uh, yeah, that's another one too. There you go, look at Dro flipping it. 
You can be funny about them without hating them. Exactly. Say, Walt, yo, say, Walt, you got that wisdom, girl. I like you. I like the way you think, say, Walt. You say, you always say the right things better than I'm saying it. So congrats on that. Uh, say, Walt said it best. You can be funny about them without hating them. Exactly. Sims chase women's attention. Here's the thing about chasing women, or as Mateo says it, manifesting these hoes. Um, I like chasing as long as she makes me feel like I should chase. Because as a guy, I like the feeling. I like the feeling of like, hey, yo, what's up, beautiful? Hey, pretty. Hey, can I take you out sometime? Oh my God, you're gorgeous. Like, I like doing that. But the girl has to get fuel. Like, you know when a girl gasses you up? <laughs> oh, I see you with your little haircut, Manny. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Thank you for noticing. Hey. <laughs> Hey, ladies, you know, if you want to get chased by the right guy, you got to gas them up. All this whole like, hey, I'm not going to say anything. That whole thing. It doesn't work. Not for kings. Kings don't chase girls that don't give them attention. You know, I walk away all the time. If you only knew the times I've walked away from really beautiful women because they thought they fucking thought, you know what I mean? They thought I would just be like, please. Oh, God, please. You know, um, I think that's how you manifest them. You got to, uh, you got to manifest love for yourself, Kings. That's how you manifest them. <laughs> Once you love yourself and you know what you will and will not tolerate, you'll, you'll get more quality women. I guarantee it. When a woman sees that they're not going to, they're not able to manipulate you, you pretty much take away their power. I think a lot of women act the way they act is because they, they know they, they can manipulate men. Like they, they see their sexual power and they're like, oh, look how easy it is. They're like puppets. Wow. But wait a second, this one right here, oh, he's walking away. Oh my God, he's walking away. You know what I mean? So just learn to love yourself, man. Walk away. It's a plug says, where the hoes at? What's up, Danielle? All right, so uh, moving on to the next one, um, Mateo. Mateo, you got to ask one thing at a time, but I'll go ahead and follow through with what you're saying here. Mateo wants to talk about Xanax. I've never taken Xanax. Um, I think they called them bars in high school where you drink alcohol and you take a bar. How the fuck did teenagers survive that in my generation? I have no idea. Uh, I've never taken Xanax. I'm assuming it makes you more drunk. I don't know why you'd go out of your way and get prescription drugs when all you got to do is just take another shot to get the same effect. <laughs> Yo, we popping Zannies and drinking tonight. It's like, well, what does Zannies do? It makes you feel more drunk. Yeah, I think you could just buy a shot. You don't got to go buy illegal drugs to get more drunk. <laughs> As a matter of fact, guys, there you go. Xanax is a waste of time and money. You're going to go out of your way to get you a pill that gets you more drunk? Well, alcohol does that. And you could buy it the same place you buy it. You don't got to go to fuck it over here on down 8th Street and buy it from that guy and then go over here and buy a drink over there. You just buy two drinks over here instead and you get the same effect. What a waste of time, right? We're popping bars, baby. What does bars do? It gets you more fucked up. Yeah, that's what alcohol is for. There's the bar right there. <laughs> What's up, Serge Sama? Uh, nah, you will black out. Pills rock, not gonna lie. Damn, Danielle. That's fucked up. You're just gonna say it like that? Yo, pills, <laughs> I'm a druggie, not gonna lie. Yes, I do meth. Oxycontin's the shit, not gonna lie. <laughs> Damn, Danielle, out of nowhere. The duality, uh, funny and sad. Love yourself first. Yeah, absolutely, Miami Junior. Treat me like an equal, it works. No better, no worse, golden rule. That, yep, that's truth too. Um, the thing is, man, you know, just girls have a lot of power now. Girls have a lot of power, and you know how they say with great response, with great power comes great responsibility. A girl will be like, with great power, fuck that, I do whatever I want. Uh, <laughs> who ran the world? Girls. Who ran the world? Girls. <laughs> Saywalt says, I had a girl living in the same house who had a pill problem. They steal clothes and forget lines of respect because they just want to get high again. Shit is sad for real. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Danielle in a few, uh, in a few weeks. <laughs> With, you like that, Miami Junior? With great power comes great responsibilities. All right, guys, it's time to transfer the power over to the ladies. Who ran the world? Girls. Who ran the world? 
Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Um, let's see. All right. So that's Xanax conducting a heist. Um, yeah, I, 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 bro, you know, I'm going to share with you guys something that's like weird about my life. You know, I, every once in a while, I always have a dream that I pulled off some big fucking stunt. Like I did some big robbery or got away with some big crime. And then I start feeling guilty in my dream that I did it. Like, am I going to get caught? That shit was wild. I think I shot somebody. I took a lot of money. Um, I, I, I think I've had that dream like two or three times and I'll never forget the feeling that you get. Uh, yeah, it's something I wouldn't want to live with. <laughs> I would probably never conduct a heist. Besides I go live every day and, um, you know, I, I, I post a lot online and I go on stage. Right. So if I were to conduct a heist, everybody would probably, somebody would recognize me. The CCTV cameras will probably end up seeing me. And uh, somebody will recognize me. Isn't that the Miami comedy guy? <laughs> hey, what's up? It's Manny Garrido. We saw you on CCTV, bro. <laughs> Stick him up. Put the money in the bag. Is that you, Manny, from Miami comedy? I sent you a $5 tip, bro. Why would you do this? Oh, that's what's up, man. You, oh, you, you tipped the jar. That's what's up, man. But it was $5 only. Give me the rest. <laughs> uh, you drinking coffee the next day? Like, where have I been? Uh, you ever wake up that somebody because of a bad, you ever wake up mad at somebody because of a bad dream? You know what, Alex? I'm blessed to say I don't get, I don't get nightmares. I, I mean, I've, I've had nightmares, but I don't get, uh, I don't get like bad dreams. Uh, I get weird ones, but I, I don't recall ever getting, uh, not recently, not for years, not since a kid, I, or maybe I don't remember them, but I don't really get nightmares. Um, you know why guys? Because I live a, a very fulfilling life. <laughs> I live a life that I'm very proud of. So I don't have any like monsters in the closet or things I'm repressing. Like when things happen, I take it full force. I talk about it. If I hurt somebody, I, I reach out, I fix things i don't have drama in my life i i love myself like if you kind of like get all these things in life handled your subconscious won't give you nightmares or bad dreams so uh, just a little tidbit of advice um worst recurring nightmare teeth falling out that's not really a nightmare that's <laughs> that's a nightmare teeth falling is a nightmare teeth falling would be like well shit i gotta go get some gold teeth now <laughs> i'd look i'd look pretty dope with grills it'd be dope to see some nerdy looking comedy guy being like, hey, everybody, what's up? I got grills. <laughs> I'll see it as an opportunity for comedy. Uh, Jay Data, welcome. Bro, everyone would be laughing at the bank. Yeah, exactly. Just showing up with a, like, <laughs> with a, a stocking on. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Is a hold up. I, I recognize that voice. That's the Miami comedy guy. Yo, you were hilarious at the improv. Can you imagine walking out with a big old sack of money? And then as you're walking out, somebody just goes, you were hilarious at the improv. <laughs> or even worse, they don't even compliment you. They're like, hey, work on your jokes, bro. <laughs> your memes were better. <laughs> What's up, Terps? What's up, Kev Dennis? All right, and the final thing Mateo wants to touch on is uh, shitting outdoors. Hey man, our ancestors did it. We're probably gonna end up doing it again. <laughs> I think shitting outdoors should be the most basic uh, survival tactic you must learn for yourself. Before you even learn how to start a fire, you're gonna have to learn how to shit outdoors. <laughs> Before you go out hunting for food, you got to know how to shit outdoors. <laughs> you got to know which plants to use to clean yourself. You got to know how to find a good spot, how to take a shit and survive from any external predators, right? You got to look around, you know? Hello? Hello? Yeah, let me ask you guys a question. When it comes to horror movies, how come Jason only wants to kill people uh, you know, fucking or getting naked on the lake. Jason should go out and kill people taking a shit, man. There's nothing scarier than that. <laughs> Can you imagine the vulnerability of you taking a shit in the forest? Somebody out there, bro? And then Jason just shows up with a machete. Oh, shit. I'm not done yet. Hey, just wait. 
Come on, Jason, just wait a little while, man. Damn, bro. I'm not gonna move. I'm not gonna shit all over myself. Bro, just fucking kill me. Just kill me. I'm not shitting on my shoes, bro. I just bought these boots, man. <laughs> what would you rather do? Get slashed by Jason's machete? Or would you rather have, uh, would you rather run in the woods with shit all over you? Uh, he's mad he can't get it up anymore. Well, who can't get it up? Uh, cops uh, catch you and they let you go. We've seen your show. We get it. <laughs> they probably, yeah, they probably think it's like a prank or something. I see you on the news getting arrested. Like, wow, he made it. <laughs> he finally got some fame. <laughs> That's hilarious, Danielle. <laughs> oh, shit. 80s tradition. Oh, you're saying Jason is mad because he can't get it up? Got it. Uh, yeah, Jason, what a cock block. Um, all right, so let's let's go from the top here. So uh, Mateo wants to know, damn, Mateo's on a roll. Mateo wants to know, would you rather be a cop or a gang member? First of all, that's the same thing. Cops are gang members and gang members enforce things in the hood, right? You can't wear that color. Uh, I don't know. You got to kill somebody before you get admitted into the, the, the gang or whatever. Uh, cops are the same way. You got to kill somebody before you get before you become one of us. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's fucked up. Uh, no, but cops are the same thing, man. I think once you organize a lot of like minded people that have bad intentions, eventually they're going to start acting very gangish. I, I that's what I think. And it doesn't just have to be cops. You know, it could be sorority girls. It could be uh uh, just guys in the neighborhood. Like once people start getting together and then they share a common bad intention, you know, it's like, you ever wanted to shit in front of somebody's house and light it on fire? You ever, you ever thought about that? It's like, yeah, man, we should totally shit in front of somebody's house and light it on fire. That would be hilarious. <laughs> and then people just started like getting together and start putting these things like in action and shit. Sociology, exactly. What's up, Spanish doll XO? Oh, we got another XOXO. I love it when I see girls with XOXO. XOXO means slide in my DMs immediately. <laughs> I respond. Eso es el diente de suerte. Let's dear, let's dear, what's going on? Some guy, I forgot who it was. I think it was Miami Jr. That you wanted to talk about the social dilemma? Dude, that shit was out like five months ago. Where the fuck were you? You know, I'm big Texas and, and you should, and you should FB. You know, I'm big Texas and you should at Facebook. What? What's up? Uh, let's see. Miami cops get under my skin with their bro, bro. Yeah. The last time I got pulled over by Miami cop, it was an old Cuban guy. And uh, I know why he pulled me over. Um, he pulled me over because the night before they were, uh, protesting in, um, downtown Miami. And so the morning after I'm, I, I didn't protest. I stayed home, right? Whatever. Uh, and I remember that during these times, a lot of people were writing a lot of, uh, derogatory things about police and all, you know, it was a very, you know, I think it was in June when this happened, it was very turbulent on social media. Right. So I think what this guy was doing is he was headhunting for people that look young, and then just harassing them. So I got pulled over in the morning right after a, a, a rally or a march or whatever. I got pulled over and then this guy took 45 minutes to run my license plate and my ID. And he took like almost an hour. And I think what he was doing is he was going through my social media to see if I was one of them. Like you could feel it. Like this guy was just like researching me. So, uh, yeah, I got harassed by a police officer because I, he thought I was a BLM guy in the fucking streets saying bad shit. I mean, my timeline was squeaky clean, but holy shit, man. These people, yeah, they act like fucking gang member mafia people just fucking harassing you because they have the authority to do so. It's like, all right, man, here you go. It's like, uh, why'd you pull me over? Oh, no, we, oh, your car you gave me some bullshit. And I was like, all right, cool, man. Thank you. I got pulled over for my seatbelt not being in right. Oh, you mean like what? You had it to the side or some shit? Yeah, man. They just look for anything. All right, moving on. Uh, the social dilemma, Miami Junior. Yeah, man. If you, if, I can't believe it's now is when you see that shit. Um, 
The Social Dilemma is a badass documentary on Netflix. For those that haven't seen it, go see it. It kind of, it'll wake you up a little bit on how uh, society is being changed through social media. It's a fantastic documentary. And the only thing I have to say about that, in, about that in terms of comedy is like, yeah, duh, it's been around for a long time. It's been like that since MySpace. Ever since the beginning of MySpace, teenagers have been dressing emo and putting horrible music on their profiles. Now, speed into the future. The social dilemma is like, hey, did you guys know that in Facebook, people are copying each other and thinking the same way? Yeah, I remember I did that back in 2006 on MySpace. <laughs> it's something that always will happen when it comes to social media, guys. You start getting uh, influenced by, you know what, you know what? Uh, we haven't touched upon this. Great call. All right, so I want you guys to do me a favor because I will only go down this rabbit hole if you guys want to go down this rabbit hole. If you guys want to know, oh, wait, hey, everybody, wait. There's a girl in here that I've been trying to uh, Mac. But she, keep, she keeps me leaving me on red. Evie Athena, answer my DMs, girl. Let's hang out. MySpace is better than Facebook. No fucking way. Well, you know what? I got luckier on MySpace than I've gotten on Facebook. You know why? Because MySpace is very, uh, was so brand new. Yeah, uh, reply, Evie. Don't miss out. I'm a catch. Uh, MySpace, when it first came out, it was so brand new that uh, I remember that when I was like DMing uh, people on MySpace, it was so like sliding in DMs was so brand new that they actually responded. Oh my God, you found me on MySpace. Of course I'll talk to you. What are you about? Yeah, you like System of a Down? I love System of a Down. Your hair looks really cute in this photo. It's like, shit, man, sliding in DMs. Sliding in DMs is fucking dope, right? Now, in the generation we live in, sliding in DMs is like numbing. It's like, God, oh God, another guy wants my number. Like Evie, uh, Evie Athena probably got, every time she gets like, her DM slid on. She's just like, oh God, another one. <laughs> in MySpace, when you slide in the girl's DM, um, it always works because it was brand new. You called me out. Yeah, that's what we do here in a comedy show. We call people out. That's what comedy is about. <laughs> Calling people out. That's what comedy is about. No, but it's all in good nature. You can leave me on red. It's okay, Evie. I take rejection very lightly. As a matter of fact, just last night, I came up with a joke that says Instagram should have a yearly wrap up, but with how many times you slid in the DM and how many times you've been unresponded to. <laughs> you slid in 1,288 DMs and zero have responded. Holy shit. I better share this to let everybody. And then when a girl asks you, hey, you, I know you talk to a lot of girls. You'd be like, here's my Instagram yearly review. <laughs> Zero responses. I'm fucking loyal, baby. <laughs> there you go. I'm just stuffing my face with fruit food, probably. All right, then respond. I saw that Gaines made that exact post. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I got the idea, but then I switched it up and put the block. But Gaines wasn't the only one. Everybody was talking about it. I was taking the memes from everyone. There was another one that says, uh, when you write a joke and no one thought it was funny, I was like, God damn, I'm attacked everyone's doing it it's not just gains i love to see those shares uh what shares uh women uh keep dick pics like trophies and share them with their friends all right first of all i wrote that joke did you write that just now alex or did you see me performing that joke because the joke you know what we can touch upon this right now joke writing in the age of the internet okay so women keep dick pics like trophies and share them with their friends the way i say that joke goes Women keep dick pics like baseball cards and trade them with their friends. I've got Sam. I got Manny Garavito dick pic. You got Manny Garavito dick pic? He says he doesn't send dick pics. And I got a dick pic right here of Manny Garavito. How you know it's Manny Garavito? He put his face in the background. <laughs> Holy shit, it's an authentic Manny Garavito dick pic. I thought he said he doesn't send them out. Well, I got one. It's a rare. <laughs> Oh, this idiot took a dick pic in front of a mirror. Um, I haven't seen your live shows yet, but you write. No, Alex, but that just goes to show you. And, and with what Danielle was saying, that I saw that another meme page doing it. So when it comes to joke writing on the age of the internet, uh, it just goes to show you how viral ideas are. So like an idea shoots, right? 
and then people see how good that idea is. And this isn't just for comedy. This is also for business plans. This is also for, uh, um, I don't know, projects, jokes, uh, creative endeavors, art, anything. When you shoot an idea out and it's really good uh, and you're not relatively known for it, people will uh, pick from it. Like they'll get a little bit here and they get a little bit there and they get a little bit here. So the reason why uh, memes be have become so popular, hang on, let me make sure my camera's good here. The reason why memes have become so popular is because memes was uh, a, a term coined by this guy called um, Robert Sagan, something Sagan. And what memes are is they're ideas that go out and they're, they become viral. Like, like look at the Mandela effect, right? We were talking about this yesterday that like people think one thing is one way and then what's really happening is people are getting it and then they're chopping it up and making it into different things. So it's like one idea, domino effect, all the other ideas, right? So when it comes to joke writing in the internet age, especially when it comes to memes, memes were made to be picked on and just like, all right, let me say it like this and let me try it like that or let me use a different image. That's how memes work. Now, what's great about stand-up comedy is if you go on stage and you say the joke and someone steals from it, the industry of stand-up comedy will protect your joke from being stolen. People will call you out if you say a joke on stage for the sake of stealing. But when it comes to memes, those things are fucking throwaway. Everybody will steal or pick on uh, memes or ideas that, come on, man. Like, how the fuck are you going to remember at uh, Juicy Juice 12366? Like, no one's going <laughs> to, yo, did you see that the joke from Juicy Juice 366? That shit was dope. Este uh, Clavito. What's up, El Noe? Ezekiel, Elijah, Snapback, C. Rodriguez, and Noe. Uh, I'm going to invite a few people in here. Thank you, Lesdier. Whoever says men are all cut same haven't obviously received those pictures on DM. Whoever says men are all cut the same haven't... Uh, clarify, Evie. I don't know what you mean. Don't break the internet right now, man. Uh, right minds think alike, Monty. Yeah, that too. Uh, I appreciate this level of respect among comedians. Yeah, you can't steal, you can't steal jokes on stage. Like... Um, You'll get called out on it. Like I, I, I've never stolen a joke on stage, uh, but uh, no one will really steal my jokes anyway. What's great about my personality is my jokes are probably uh, robbing proof because <laughs> no one wants to say them. <laughs> uh, no one's going to steal my jokes. I'm pretty sure of that, guys. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, Oh, this one's from Alex. Uh, so shout out to Alex. Wait, before we continue, let me um, let me get into our sponsor here. So this show is sponsored by my my boy Elie Venus. Uh, give us some examples. I can give you some examples. Oh, for the the joke writing for sure. Uh, Joe Rogan versus uh, Carlos Mencia. Look that up. Joe Rogan approached Carlos Mencia at the Comedy Store. It's also in the documentary, The Comedy Store on Showtime. You can see it on YouTube, too, if you just want to see the clip. But, uh, yeah, comedians, stand-up comedians don't allow stage stealing. Uh, stage, joke, jokes on stage stealing. All right, so back to the sponsor. LU Venus is a badass health insurance agent helping individuals, families, small business owners find the health plan they need. Medicare, Medicaid, group plans, ACA, Obamacare. If you've got health insurance questions, he's got health insurance answers. Reach out to him, LU Venus. It's E-L-I-U dot B-I-N-A-S at U-S-H-Advisors.com. And I got my health insurance plan by L-U himself, and he is the real deal, ladies and gentlemen. Do reach out to him if you need a health plan, especially now that the new year's coming. You know what I mean? Intellectual theft is some dirty shit. Yeah, man, indeed. Um, but it's all fair game, all right? The worst, man, how do I put this? Because like I've been, my, I've had a lot of ideas stolen, a lot. Um, and it's kind of my fault because I start a project and I don't finish it. You know what I mean? So I, as an entrepreneur, all right, as somebody that starts like online businesses and starts a website and uses names and has a business model, um, what's, wh and this isn't just for me, this, a lot of people have gone through this in their life is, when you have a good business plan or when something doesn't exist and then you make it exist 
and people catch on to it, they will steal it from you. Even big name companies will steal something from you uh, if you're a, like a low, if you're not an important uh, person in the industry. Um, so the best thing you can do when it comes to uh, uh, theft or especially like a business plan theft is you got to keep making more business plan ideas. Like you can't stop there and you have to generate it. And then once you generate a lot of them, you become known for your ideas. Damn, I'm getting confused. Oh, sorry, Leslie. All right, so let's recap here. Uh, we're talking about um, intellectual theft as by Elijah Mahoney. So intellectual theft is when you put an idea out there and then it gets taken by somebody else. Like look at Edison. Was it Thomas Edison that made the, the light bulb? He stole that shit. Uh, give us some college university content. Right now I'm trying to email uh, back a professor who is trying to accuse me of plagiarism, ironically. Oh, well, there you go. No wonder you wanna talk about this. You're going through some shit yourself. <laughs> well, plagiarism is you trying to get a good grade based on someone else's writing. There's just so many different ways, you know, to steal and rob, especially during the internet, man. No one's going to give you credit. How about if it's stolen and improved? There you go, El Noe. That's one of the reasons why it's all fair game. El Noe just made a great and valid point. What if someone steals your idea and improves it? Now, when it comes to meme writing, that's a big part of the process. Uh, as a matter of fact, one meme will end up being hundreds of memes written differently with different images. So when it comes to meme writing, it's all fair game. When it comes to the evolution of an idea, you're absolutely right. Um, I've, I'm sure that somebody has tried uh, doing what I'm doing now, but I did it better. Did I steal it from them? No, but somebody else had the idea and then stopped. Like they, they cut it short. They're like, all right, here's a business idea. Uh, we want to run an open mic agency and we want to bring comedians in and we want to give them stage time. And then you try to do it and then it doesn't work. And then a new guy comes up to the plate. Knock it out of the ballpark. And then now you've got an idea that once tried to become into fruition and then you make it better. It's all fair game, baby. It's all about evolution. If it's improved, it's fair game. Yeah, exactly. He's a brilliant Joe. Uh, who had more comedic genius, George Collin or Robin Williams? Who has inspired you get, uh, to get you into the biz? Bro, believe it or not, you know who it was? Bill Hicks. Uh, I love George Carlin. I love Robin Williams, but they're two different kinds of comedians. One comedian was very cerebral, would write a lot. The other comedian was very, um, like, improvising. So to compare them is not fair. But uh, Bill Hicks is the guy, and also Bill Burr. Two Bills have got me into comedy, Bill Burr and Bill Hicks. Uh, loving life 786 welcome all right let's keep going down the list here everybody we still got a lot more to go alex wants to know broke douchebags that fly into miami to flex for art basil with fake drip first of all alex i want to call you out on this one because it really seems like somebody hurt you this is way too specific the way you said it was so specific that I felt like whoever you're talking about specifically must have pulled up on your girl with said drip, right? And then said the right things and took your girl, yo. Mr. Steal your girl, did he take her? Huh, Alex, are you still on the chat? Let me know. Did your girl get robbed on? Uh, you know what, man? Don't even bother about uh, the douchebags, bro. Business-wise, the guy's uh, front but got no cash to spend. Oh, these guys front, but got no cash to spend. All right, Alex. Well, shit, you, 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 you front it for them. You pull out your cash and be like, Psh. oh yeah, uh, Jay, uh, Gloria, I, I got yours here for colleges and universities. I'll touch upon that. We got time. All right, don't worry about it. We got time today, boy, uh, bro. Uh, we're going to be talking about colleges and universities. I just want to touch on Alex's here. So Alex, you know, the, the fake drip guys, you know, they're going to live forever, man. That's just what it is. That's what Instagram and cloud is for. That's what TikTok is for. That's why this, these things exist. People can flex and flaunt. And then they'll look the part. They'll trick some people into looking the part. But you don't want to be part of that life, bro. Don't worry about that life, man. I never get threatened by those people. Ever. Ever. I mean, think about the kind of lifestyle you've got to have that you think to yourself, it's like, wow, I want to impress people by coming off like a douchebag. What kind of people are you really going to impress anyway? You know, it's not worth it. 
you and I being, you know, down to earth, cool dudes, live and let live, man. Fuck them. All right. So that's what I got to say about that. And but besides, you know, Art Basel, um, you know, what's great about Art Basel. If you can't find a girl, you can always hire one. <laughs> They're out and about. Have you guys ever been on Tinder during Art Basel? Holy shit. I've seen some shit on go on Tinder during Art Basel. See the options you have during Art Basel. It's fucking wild. It, I remember one time I came across a profile on Tinder that was like, it was two girls and they said, me and my girlfriend are in town for Art Basel. For Art Basel, we're looking for a nice rich man to show us around. Wow. <laughs> I super like that shit. With only $28 in my bank account, I gave him a super like. It's like, yo, I'm going to buy you girls a drink and hopefully that'll be enough. <laughs> oh man, what's up, Cali Ventures? All right. Uh, next up is getting rid of New Year's resolutions. So the reason why I think it was Brickle Batman that came up with this. Um, New Year's resolutions, you shouldn't have to wait until the end of the year to follow what you want to pursue, guys. I think the reason why New Year's resolution is so popular is because like everybody is on the same page, you know? So then you don't, you don't want to be left behind where everybody's like, I'm going to lose weight this year. I'm going to get my finances right this year. I'm going to get that new job this year. And then you're there with no ambition like... I, uh, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna read a book a month. That's what I'll do. I'll read a book a month. Yeah, that's it. And then next thing you know, you'll be like, man, fuck everybody. I don't gotta do shit. I don't gotta prove nobody nothing. Not even to yourself, not even to myself. New Year's resolution is pretty much just everybody trying to jump on the bandwagon of trying to make, uh, you know, uh, uh, of trying to make a change. Oh God, Nikhil wants to go. All right, guys. We have to pause. My boy Kyle wants to go on the live stream. I told him I'd get him on. Hang on. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for my man, Kyle Grooms. What up, Kyle? Kyle, can you hear me? Hang on. I can't hear you, Kyle. Oh, you can't hear me? All right. I, I can't see you either, Kyle. You're just like one big silhouette. Yeah, because I'm looking like the fifth Lord right now. Oh, can you guys hear Kyle? I can't hear him. All right, can't hear me? All right, man. Sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> Kyle, what are you saying, man? <laughs> Hang on, hang on, Kyle. I can't hear you, bro. You're probably roasting me. I can't even hear you. Hang on. <laughs> I missed it. What did Kyle say? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Kyle was looking creepy as hell, man. Can you, can you guys hear Kyle when he was talking? I couldn't hear him. Oh, shit, my camera. How fucking up this show, bro? Can, can you guys can you guys hear Kyle when he was talking? Because I couldn't hear him. All right. All right, colleges and universities. We'll end it with this one. You guys can hear him? Oh, okay, so maybe it was me. All right, there we go. He's, he's going back on. Yo, what up, Kyle? Yeah, what are you doing? You robbing me on Instagram? <laughs> What's up, man? Where you at? Why are you dressed like that at home? Oh, okay. All right, you're one of those Miamians that you wear a hoodie? Okay. All right. How you been? Okay. How you been, Kyle? Uh, Thursday. Nah, man. We only we only have Monday, Monday and Tuesday. Well, then you asked me to go on the live, man. I thought you had something important to say. 
<laughs> you just wanted to show up with your hoodie on. <laughs> He's just harassing me on the live stream. What about you, man? You booked anywhere? Where are you doing shows? Give yourself a shout out. Well, yeah, for everyone. I saw that. Smart bites. Did you get it yet? Did you get the COVID yet? I think everybody's going to have to go. All right. Well, I don't know, man. It seems like we're probably going to ride it out for another half a year when the vaccine comes out for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Miami does not give a Fuck, man. I like when they were announcing the phases. Hey, everybody, we're going on phase two. It's like we bit, we're already on phase three, DeSantis. <laughs> There's the culprit, guys. <laughs> well, there you go, everybody. That That's Kyle Groom's... Uh, Big comedian here in Miami. Uh, our first, uh, my first professional comedy show was with Kyle. For those that don't know, okay. Uh, the reason why I laugh, Kyle, is because I always picture you. Yeah, yeah. I always picture you like roasting me one way or another, so I always assume the worst. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Well, I I'm gonna go ahead and uh, and sign off now. It's already seven. I'm getting the fuck off. But thanks for tuning in, man. Peace. All right, everybody. Uh, that's it. I'm getting the fuck off. That was a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to Kyle Grooms. Make sure you check him out at Kyle Grooms. Uh, very funny comedian. Worked with him for years. Uh, great dude. He's definitely shitting on you. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. His, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, I always recommend. Thank you, Flower Pepper. I hope Kyle, you're, I hope you're still listening to this. Flower Pepper, you called it. Because the way he said, uh, yeah, every time comedians come to town, and I and they ask me for recommendations. I say, yeah, I know a good open micer. <laughs> Thank you, Flower Pepper. Man, he's one of the best underrated comedians in Miami. Thank you, Alex. Benitez Britt, welcome to the chat. Uh, our explosion. Oh, we were just talking to Kyle. All right, everybody. I'm. I'm <laughs> Thank you, uh, Flotilla. Flotilla. Not hiding. Flotilla. It's cold. All right, everybody. Uh, Seven o'clock. I'm getting the fuck off. Uh, great riff. Great show. I'll see you guys next time. Tomorrow, 6 o'clock. Oh, and if you haven't done so yet, go to MiamiComedy.com slash group. Become a part of this virtual comedy club that I'm starting where we're going to be streaming some shows on there, okay? Maybe you can meet a friend. You, you never know. All right. Bye, everyone.